Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening, whichever time you dial into the podcast, I pray that you are doing well. Okay, we're getting close to completing Psalm 119, so let's continue with um, this next section consisting of verses 145 through 152. Of course, reading from the Common English Bible. I cry out with all my heart, Lord, answer me so I can guard your statutes. I cry out to you, save me so I can keep your laws. I meet the pre-dawn light and cry for help. I wait for your promise. My eyes encounter each hour of the night as I think about your word. Listen to my voice according to your faithful love. Lord, make me live again according to your justice. The Lord who love the one the people who love to plot wicked schemes are nearby, but they are so far from your instruction. But you, Lord, are nearby too, and all your commandments are true. Long ago I learned from your laws that you had established them forever. Our psalmist continue his lament from yesterday. We hear the anguish and frustration in his in this section as he continues to cry out to God for answers, for deliverance. He begins by telling us that he cries out to God with all his heart, and that he cries out for answers from early in the morning until late at night. As he cries, he continues to hold faith in God's law. The word of God or the law is the foundation that sustains him through this exile. As such, it is to be with us. The word of God is our foundation that supports our faith as the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus and God to us through his word. Notice how the psalmist speaks about the nearness of God in verse 151. Before that, he admits that his enemies are near and ready to continue their torment and how far they have gone from God's law. Yet he understands understands and knows that God is also near. And this is key for us. I think it's natural to assume God is far away when we're in the middle of a trial. But he is not. Remember, he's in the boat with you, which is the assurance that you will make it to the other side. We must remember that nothing can separate us from God, from his love for us, which is what sees us through to the other side of our storms. We learn in verse 152 that our psalmist studied God's law, probably as a child, excuse me, and he's grown up in the law. This segues into the train up a child in the way that they should go, and when they are older, they will not depart from it, which is found in Proverbs 22 and 6. It is important to start an early relationship with God. Now, granted, not all of us, that's not, you know, everyone's story. My story is I accepted Christ as a child. Others are not. But as parents, that is something we can instill in our children for them to see God living in us and to take them to worship and to read the word to them. It's important. Our takeaway, I think, for this section is to not to be afraid to cry out to God for answers. And I'm not sure whether in your faith tradition 
you grew up in an environment where it was taught that you could not question God. But we have seen throughout this psalm as well as other psalms that we can question God. David questioned God. Other psalmists questions God. Questions, yeah, questions God. This psalmist questions God. It's okay. It comes from relationship. We can wrestle with the word of God and wrestle with God as we have seen Jacob wrestle with God. Of course, we won't come out with a permanent limp as a result. But our questioning and wrestling with the word shows that we're growing, that we are trying to understand so that we can apply. We're not robots. God didn't make us that way. No, he gave us a heart and a mind that we are to use. Seeking God and learning of him will naturally lead to questions. So don't be afraid to ask. There is a caveat though. You know, God doesn't have to answer, right? He, he, we, we must never forget that he is God and that he chooses to answer us. And sometimes he may decide not to. Once again, we must get comfortable with not having an answer and still hold on to the foundation of our faith, which is in the person of Jesus Christ. Your season of caring and giving will bring you to questions of God. And that's okay. Seek answers and guidance as you go through this journey, not only with your loved one, but with God. Make it a partnership with the three of you, with God in the lead. Trust that he has both your loved one and you in mind, even when you possibly can't comprehend why this season has occurred. Continue to trust in God. Let's pray. Lord, we come to you hearts heavy with so many things that are going on around us. For caregivers, of course, the thing that is forefront, the forefront in our minds are our loved ones and what we are experiencing with them and through them as we both go on this caregiving experience with this disease, with this accident that has rendered them different from when we first met them when we first knew them and so we grapple with that father we cry out why and we cry out how long we cry out for help we cry out for healing but as our psalmist is teaching us in this 119 psalms lord we are to trust you we are to put our trust in you, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and in your word, which constantly reassures us that you are with us, that nothing can separate us from you, that you will work all things good on our behalf, that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you, that even in the storms of life, you will be with us. And that you will use those storms to draw us near to you and to firm up our faith in you. We come confessing that we don't like this season, that it's hard and difficult. 
we've had to make sacrifices that we didn't think that we'd have to make up. But in the midst of all of this, Father, we're choosing to trust you. And so I ask, Father, that your presence be felt amongst the listeners today, the caregivers. Help them to know that you are with them and help them to know that you're with their loved one. Give them that peace that transcends all understanding and guide them and be with them as they go through this journey. This we pray in Jesus' name, amen. All right, my dear podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.